0: by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. The new Dutch girls have arrived and they're starting off with a bang. While the Queen showed their talents on the main stage, we saw a shakeup at the judges table. And no, I'm not just talking about Fred's new face. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Holland season two premiere. And joining me is someone who will be showing off their talent of tolerating my bad jokes. It's Emily Fisher. Hello. Hey, I didn't promise anything. You didn't promise it, but we'll see if if you can tolerate it.
1: (laughs) This is in my contract.
0: Yes, yes, of course it is. How are you? I I haven't seen you in a couple months.
1: Oh my God, that's insane. Um, Last time I we... saw you,
0: we were bing-bang-bonging. <laughs> that's how long that's it's been. That's true. Yeah, there's been like 35... Yeah, there's been like 35 seasons in between. <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh my God. Oh my God, so much drag. Sense. No, so much drag. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the um, the meme floating around, but uh, it's a schedule of the seasons that haven't aired yet, but have filmed. There's like eight seasons coming before the end of 2021. Oh, my God. It's a lot. It's a lot. But here we are. So much drag. So much to talk about. Well, season two of uh, Drag Race Holland is here. Felt like the same thing, but the one thing that stood out to me was the pacing of the episode. It felt very rushed. That's,
1: yeah, that's been a problem, but less so since we've had this increased format, you know?
0: Well, I mean, comparatively to Espana and Down Under, which ran over an hour, this was only 52 minutes. So they cut out 10 minutes, which I really think they needed, especially on a first episode.
1: I think UK too has always felt a little bit like a nice pace. So that's a shame.
0: Yeah. Especially because I like this cast. There's not anyone that I really dislike though. There is someone who really got me sour, but we'll, we'll discuss that. Um, (laughs) But overall impressions, how did you feel about this first episode?
1: I really enjoyed it and thought the caliber of the Queens was just so good. Um, I, I was mostly reacting to that the whole time it's like oh my god they're so gorgeous and they're doing the talent show the first episode that's an all-star yeah.
0: yeah um yeah I'm, I'm excited let's let's go through because there's a lot to get through because we have the entrance looks to go through we have the the runways and the talent show there's, there's a lot to discuss so we get rue giving a voiceover welcoming the sickening new queen to leave us gagging and if you didn't catch it it's racer start your engines and may the best drag queen win. So we're doing the inclusivity, especially because we have a trans contestant. First up, what's up season two? It's Reggie B in your area. How do you like that? She says as she tears away her skirt. She's 25 years old and I have deemed her my crush of the season. Are we surprised? I've... No, no, we're not. No, we're not. Um, she says she's been doing drag for three years and since she's first she'll be claiming her space and like the men in Amsterdam when she sits on it it's hers so sit on me Reggie B
1: wow yes gotta get that plane ticket
0: mm-hmm. How? what was your first impression of Miss Reggie B
1: the confessional I just thought was strong a lot of personality yeah. bubbling forth
0: yeah I was very impressed I was like this is she's a good narrator throughout the episode yes and it's just you root for her you know Mm -hmm, absolutely Um, let's go over her entrance look hair by Skylar Versailles who was my guest on the preview podcast look by season one's Patty Pam Pam Um, I love the color so much it's very much giving me uh, Sigma vibes like literally that is her drag Um, the hair is fresh and fun She's a cutie, and while, like, this does look a bit pedestrian, it's a good entrance look.
1: Right. The bar is not super-duper high, but it, it's, a, it's supposed to be a blast-off first impression, too.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, I'm not bad at it, but I'm not, like, impressed by it. It's very safe. It worked, but but I feel like that's what her drag is. Right. She, she's a dancer. She moves. She loves to play. So she got to have something that's going to be fun.
1: Very true. She can move in
0: um maybe it's my biasy because i like the two designers so i'm going to give it a two where are you going to fall on reggie b yes a
1: two i like we just said the bar is not sky high for the entrance and i think it was
0: acceptable yeah audience straight down the middle 50 50 toot boot really yeah crazy you poor unfortunate souls a new mermaid has arrived it is ivy elise from the mermaid mansion Um, The bottom of the screen revealed that her age is 35, but her manager told her never to reveal her age. The fact that she is older than I am is mind-blowing. Did not expect that. Good for her. She looks good.
1: Very cute as a boy, for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, She is a powerful entertainer. She's got choreo. She's very fishy and she happens to be the third member of the Mermaid Mansion. We know her two sisters, Miss Abby Oh My God and Envy Peru. And as Reggie says, don't rely on your sisters. Um, so now we've now met the three founding members of the Mermaid Mansion. Are you impressed? I'm very impressed, but I think that's actually gonna be a mark
1: against Ivy Elise because expectations are too high. Absolutely. How do you compare to those queens?
0: i mean it's easier to compare to abby uh but envy you're right you're uh, right that's a little harder um abby the bar is pretty low even though i love her i think she's great but she, she she's not envy peru no one is envy peru
1: absolutely not
0: so let's go over this fantastic entrance look corset by sergio dress and coat by patrick heemstra hair by ivy elise um I adore this look. I think it's flirty and fun. And while we have seen many mermaid looks before, this just feels fresh. Um, the corset shines in all the right ways. I absolutely love that teal cape and require one for myself. Um, the trident looked cute. It didn't look like a prop. And I think the red hair is an excellent color on her. And while the crown is sickening, it is bad luck to wear a crown uh, before you're crowned. So, and it's, it's a showing very- legs. So that's a that's a real leg.
1: Yes, it's a real leg. It's a very sexy look. Um, But I was still drawn to her face. So that's another good. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Very, very beautiful paint. And you can see between the three of them, they have a very um, similar aesthetic. So far, yes. Um, They have they do their eyes very, very similarly. More so Ivy and Abby than Envy, who I feel like does a little bit different. But eye shape wise, the two of them do it the same way.
1: Who taught who, you think? Probably MV. I don't Talk know. I'm that,
0: probably. I'm not sure because I, I again, I know that the three of them founded their group together because they all the three of them are um, South American as export pats in uh, Amsterdam. So that's really cool. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure who taught who and how it all came together, who started drag first. But this was a very, very good look for um, Ivy. And you're like, oh my gosh, she's going to do great. Wait till you get to see her runway. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Um, I will give this look a toot. It was wonderful. A toot, for sure. Audience, 87% toot, 13% boot. Moving on. Bonjour, bonjour. It's Juicy Couture, your favorite whore. Oh, what a mess. Um, <laughs> Juicy is a social media queen, and she's here to prove that they're not boring and have nothing to say. Also, um, in her confessional, um, well, those brows are painted and that hair is a choice. Yes. Um, Reggie says she didn't expect Juicy there because she lacks stage experience. Welcome to your first gig. Um, She tells Reggie and Ivy that some have style and some have taste, to which Ivy says, you have neither. (laughs) Oh, bloop. I love that. I love the little um, comeback from Miss Ivy Elise. What were your first impressions of um, Juicy Couture?
1: That she could be very funny. I could foresee her being hilarious to watch. Mm -hmm. But my my first impression also was that, like,
0: she had a very young aesthetic. She felt like she was at the meet and greet um, and won a chance to be on the set of Drag Race. But, like, tall. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She is... Something. Something. um This look, hair by NR Wigs, nails by nails by Gaia, look by Glass Wolf Volts. Probably said that completely wrong. I apologize. um Yeah, I don't know who let her out of the house with this mess. The hair is fine. It's a high pony. And yet again, her and Reggie are caught doing the same thing. But the look is all torn and ripped. And if Someone like Crystal Method or Evie Oddly had this on, okay, fine, but there's a, no story behind this just looking like scraps of fabric.
1: Yes, I would have liked a clean line,
0: yeah. I mean, I do like that it's monochromatic, but girl, this is not how you enter a workroom, like you can low bar it, but this is not anything you would see on our Instagram if you call if, if you could say you're a social media queen
1: yes and it's it's not an asos jacket but it's also not couture
0: right yeah uh, especially if your name is fucking juicy couture uh, <laughs> come on girl come on um yeah this was a hot mess and please go burn it uh this is a boot why didn't you wear a velour attraction suit it's a boot exactly <laughs> um audience was 10 percent to 90 90 boot so they were not here for juicy no all right, we all come out of a pony. It is My Little Pony. Um, it's My Little Pony, and she is sneeze years old, aka 38. Um, pony is short for punani, um, and if you don't know what that means, Google it. Are you familiar with the term punani? Yes. Okay, just checking. You don't have to go Google it. Um, <laughs> Reggie goes like yes but also at the same time hell no she is a strong performer with strong looks and Poonie calls herself a concept queen very interesting character very interesting person
1: yes I would be intimidated as Buck if I was Reggie
0: absolutely it's interesting because like I keep going through the list of like trying to make sure I remember everybody she's one that I remember but I always seem to also forget at the same time she's very much in the middle of this group where she stands out but she's just a step behind the top tier.
1: I think the judges panel might say, we want to know who you are. Like we want to see your vulnerability.
0: Yeah. Um, this look outfit by Isabel Schultz, hair by house by Peluca, nails by nails by Gaia. I do think this is a really awesome look. The blue and pink and white are a great color combo and just so happen to be trans pride colors. Love the boots. The Lear tired is so elevated with the sleeves and the color and the collar. And the chaps that say My Little Pony," this is polished. This is how you enter the workroom. The purple hair works with this color story. Not sure she needed those um, lips all over the, um, um, the, the, the bodies, the, 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 the leotard. But if you got a brand, I understand why you got those quote unquote lips all over.
1: Yes, it's a lot going on, but I feel like it's yeah. smart. There's commentary and having your name on the chaps because such a mm-hmm. trend.
0: Absolutely, and it's done well. It, it's not like some um, one named like Raja O'Hara who just like hand draws her name on her boots and it looks like shit. This looks like a polished print. I do like the font. I do like the font too. I'm, as a fontologist, I'm a fan of it. I very much love it. Um, I, I'm I, I am impressed with this look. I think it's one of the stronger entrance looks we've seen in a very long time. I will give it a two. I also give it a two. Audience ninety seven percent three percent boot so they love it. It's, she's it's got drag some, queens drag, exactly. It really is. Well, next up, she's got some tricks up her sleeves. Cue the sleeve reveal. It is Vivaldi. She is twenty years twenty year twenty two years old, and I believe she must come from the Brooklyn of Hollands because this bitch is a hipster. Um, she calls herself super trashy and horrid, but very artistic and creative. And Poonie says she admires her as she's super young and super talented. Wow. This bitch is cool. Yes. Yeah. She's fun.
1: She gives me slight crystal method vibes. Um, Yeah. I hate to compare
0: too much, but she has her own thing. She's very unique. Yeah. The look and hair is by Vivaldi um like you said it i'm gonna say exactly what i wrote this felt very much like crystal method mostly because we've seen her do the long sleeves before right um she's got a hair business and that's the story at this hour this hair is amazing and fun and unique it looks like a crown of source the muted pastel colors are cool that bleeds into the black it's edgy but it's got polish and it's ripped because it's supposed to be ripped not because it looks like juicy couture needed to do something yes and her paint, I feel, is, like, very unique. It's not my favorite necessarily, but I think it works for this look. It's almost like 90s goth, but, like, taken to yeah. a hard level. Like, it's cool. Yeah. She's, there's a lot of influences in her drag. And I'm excited to see her explore that throughout her, the, the season. Um, because I, I feel like she'll be here for a long haul. But she'll also um, be able to showcase a lot of what she's able to do as an artist. I give this a toot. Absolute toot. For the point of view. Audience 86% toot 14% boot. <clears throat> Hi, drag racers. I'm here and may the best drag queen slip as she throws pearls on the ground. Get the reference. It's show girls. She's 46, and for this contest, she's gained seven kilos. I don't do math, so I cannot tell you what the conversion is. So I don't, I'm not able to translate the joke for you, listeners if someone wants to let me know what seven kilos is in in, in pounds, I guess, please let me know. Anyway. Um, what an interesting old gay. Um, she's literally wearing a Pac-Man blazer. A
1: Pac-Man
0: blazer in her confessional look. That is a Pac-Man blazer. Oh my
1: gosh. yes, Yes. Yes.
0: Um, vivaldi says that tabitha has been doing drag for centuries starting in 1619 now when they then proceed to show us clips from her back in the day and the video quality looks like it came from the literal 90s i believe she started in 1619 as well oh my god that shit was grainy
1: looked like a a broadway bootleg or something
0: (laughs) yeah a long way we have come um the Tabitha, I got oh, who look by Jeanne Mouche, hair by Jean Gravenmacher. This is old school drag, and it is reminding you that the OG Queens want to be on the show as well. It's literally something you may have seen on like season one or two of Drag Race. Like, this is probably from fucking H&M?
1: H&M oh god.
0: But I'm going to say something, and I'm not really here. To make enemies, because this is more of a joke. I think she may have stolen Sutton Lee Seymour's wig and messed it up during travel. In fact, this is Sutton Lee Seymour of the future. No of the <laughs> past. <laughs> ah, no, that's mean. But am I, am I right? Like, this is what Sutton wears.
1: They have a similar
0: thing going on. I see it. Um, the only saving grace for me in this look is that she picked a pink fur because it's very gay. Yes, it's just kind of classic Miss Piggy. Yeah, um, Tabitha, I'm not sure I got a good first impression this entire episode. Again, we will discuss why Tabitha dug her own grave later on. But I don't know. I'm not. There's nothing resonates with me with her. I don't think I would be able to like have a conversation with her and feel comfortable.
1: I think she's a, a queen I've seen before in a way that I enjoy.
0: Okay, all right. But that's not weird. always good for this competition. Yeah, that's the key here. Um, this look for me is a boot. I would boot it as well. The audience, 31% toot, 69% boot. Oh boy. Uh, is that an eggplant in your pocket? Or are you just gagging at my eleganza? The club kid has arrived. It's Vivacious's daughter for sure. Love my sissy. Uh, she is 43 years old. That's all I got they didn't love my sissy had like barely any screen time in this entire episode i
1: was intrigued nonetheless
0: yeah um there are no designers listed um on her instagram but she she, she's literally wearing two giant inflatable eggplants like why visual joke. I guess I mean the corset is giving me like rain on me vibes like very like Ariana Grande Lady Gaga from the music video the hair is giving me 80s 90s club kid and we can tell that she is a club kid this is what she does. Um, I do not love the pink lip because it is way too bright compared to the bold colors uh, that are a lot more darker but the fact that she has latex gloves that match perfectly with the eggplants good is for you girl that 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 smart detail. She's taking me to plant an eggplant. She's taking a lot of people to plant an eggplant. Like if she came in with uh, saying mother has arrived, I'd be like, oh my God, Vivacious is getting a second chance. <laughs> I I mean, we know Ornasia has a name. Do you think the eggplants have a name? Definitely. Two different names. Would you care to share?
1: I really um, haven't met them. I haven't <laughs> okay, met okay, these eggplants fair. yet.
0: That's fair. You've, you've met many an eggplant, but not these. <laughs> not these. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued by her. This look is weird, and I hate it, but I also love it. And that's why I'm going to get tuted. it.
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's so bizarre. The proportions of it are, like, astounding. I toot it.
0: Yeah. Um, audience, 79% to 21% boot. So they're here for it. <laughs> if eyes linger any longer, I'll have to charge you rent. It is the Countess. She is 21, and she'll have the businesswoman special in that confessional look. Oh, boy, that hair is on point. Um, Good for you having real hair like that. Um, The girls want to know if the stone she's wearing is real. So she says yes. So Reggie B. waltzes over to investigate. She's expensive. Um, The Countess has taste, and she loves beautiful clothes, and it often comes with a price tag. So I ask, who is her sugar daddy?
1: I don't think it's just one. Couldn't be.
0: Yeah. She got lots of them at 21 for, for you to be able to have that.
1: I think a of few of them have passed on maybe.
0: Probably. So the dress is by Edwin Odenshorn, um, who apparently is a uh, Dutch um, eleganza designer, very famous. Nails and lashes by Gaia. Um, it's stunning. The look is stunning. Yellow is a bold color, but it works wonders paired with that burgundy lip and that burgundy hair. Um, it, it, it's it's beautiful. Um, I think the silver jewels were the exact right choice. She looks elegant, and if she is in fact a fashion queen, she's nailing it. Absolutely. I will give this a toot.
1: I give this a toot as well.
0: Audience, 76% toot, 24% boot. the queen has arrived it's Vanessa Van Cartier fashion queen and femme fatale she is 41 she is a beautiful trans woman and she says transgender people are allowed to participate now kind of sad that we have to say it on the show but progress very small steps but progress Uh, um, she says if they think she's a sweet girl they're wrong as she says with a deep voice so she's got humor in her which I very much appreciate when she reaches the girls, um, she has some jokes. She refers to the Countess and Tabitha as Beauty and the Beast. Tabitha claps back and says when she's laughing, she looks even older with her plastic teeth. Oh shit, it's Vanessa Van Cardboard. Okay, obviously they're, they know each other, so they're allowed to make horrible jokes like that off the bat, but Tabitha doesn't hold back. She, she says what she wants.
1: This may be some of that uh, European directness or... Mm-hmm. something else i mean
0: I've, I've never been to europe so i don't really know you, you have been to europe
1: yes i mean what i don't know of is is there any bad blood
0: right we haven't we haven't experienced that yet because when we did the preview podcast uh skyla said like it is a s- small drag community everybody knows everybody so like when people disappeared you knew where they were going True. um but yeah, I'm, I'm going to be curious to see this relationship between Vanessa and Tabitha because they do completely different things, but they've been around for so long that they definitely have a relationship, good, bad, or indifferent. Absolutely. Interesting for storyline. Absolutely. The look is by Dung and Dirk, hair by Lucia Flores, jewels by Glam Studio Creations. This is an interesting look. It's not my favorite, but she still looks sickening. Love the black patent leather with the hints of yellow, and I think this is what Honey thought she looked like when she entered the workroom. Uh, um, I think the fascinator was cute. The natural human hair wig slicked back, his boss move. She looks good, and for that, I'll give it a two, but I'm expecting a lot more out of her.
1: I think she pulls it off, but I want to know more. Like, this is not serving me everything I need. Yeah. But- I'll still toot it, but it's not giving me everything i want from this queen
0: yeah audience 97 to 3 percent boot oh and finally she's very special okay who loves ketamine it's ketaminage and she is 27 on grinder but 40 in real life uh that is the butch trade of the season with that backward hat Oh, my God. Um, she describes herself as powerful, elegant, tal- talented, and a little dumb. At least we're aware of what we are. What did you think of your first impression of Keta Minaj?
1: Gorgeous, interesting. Like, is it weird that I wanted to see her out of drag as soon as I saw her in drag?
0: No, no. <laughs> so her look is by Brigitte Moore, hair by Sebastian Vanderham. For me, this is like Daphne from Scooby-Doo gave birth to Sharon Needle's daughter. Her face is very Sharon. Yes, I think the purple latex with the mink collar and sleeve paired with the burnt red hair and Fascinator, it's cool. It's an amazing color combination. But this bitch has a masculine face, but she can chisel a woman into it.
1: <laughs> I believe it.
0: Like she did very very well, Um, I I'm a fan of this. I I I think she's really engaging, Um, even from the promo look. I was like, this is a bitch. I want to keep an eye on. So I'm a fan. I will give this a toot.
1: I give it a toot. Um, I can almost not recognize her in this, but I love it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, audience ninety three percent toot, seven percent boot. All ten have arrived and immediately they pose the question: Who is the toughest competition? The Countess says, Miss Cartier. She's not wrong. Miss Cartier tells us that she can slap them, but she can slap them with style. Vanessa says that she's her own toughest competitor. How pageant she an answer. Vivaldi answers Ivy, which shocked at a few. Juicy Couture is now trying out for Miss Congeniality title, as she says that everyone is so unique in their own special way. Cut it, girl. This isn't Miss Continental. You're not going for that crown. Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Juicy is curious, though, how the other girls are going to react as she has never performed before. We've seen this before. We've heard this plot line before. It's never ended well. The second we heard this, I was like, she's gone. There's no fucking hope for her. When was the last queen like that who made it?
1: I know. It's like expecting a virgin to be good at sex. It's true. It's like they don't know what the first thing
0: It's true. It's true. They need to be taught. And drag race is not the way to be taught. Trial by fire? No. Literally. Well, back to the question at hand, to which Pooney says, Vivaldi is her toughest competition. Very interesting answers. But the alarm sounds and it's a message from Rue. She welcomes them to the drag race family. Which one of them is going to be the next Dutch superstar? The one with the biggest charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. What does that translate into Dutch? I have no idea. Fred is summoned into the room and received the fun blazer memo. I would wear that blazer with the silver lightning bolts on the lapels. I thought that was really cool. I would wear it. Fred's looking good these days. Finally. Um, There is a lot at stake. Let's go through the prizes. This time, they will be getting cash. 15,000 euros, which I believe Ginger Min has won more than that in a single lip sync. Yeah. Um, They will also receive a crown and scepter from Fierce Drag Jewels as well as host their own stage at the 2022 Milkshake Festival. You want to go? Yes. Let's do it. Let's go. Amsterdam 2022. I don't know when it is, but let's go. We're going. It's on paper. Right. We're going to set it. On the you, calendar. You've, you've, you've never been to Amsterdam, right? No. Great. We'll have fun. We can have weed.
1: You'll, you'll want to go to, uh, what's it called? Disneyland Paris? Uh,
0: th- 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 there'll be a whole, whole trip around it, but yes, we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 it'll be fun. But for the first Maxi Challenge, Fred will be asking a lot from them. Show him their talent. It's a talent show. Were you gagged that this was going to be the first challenge? I was.
1: I was gagged. This is an all-stars move.
0: I mean, we did see it on uh, Down Under, but that was what? With five contestants left?
1: It worked for me, I got excited immediately.
0: I think this is a great way to really meet and learn about these contestants. Um, So I was actually a fan of this and I I would be okay if we do this moving forward as well.
1: I don't want to see a ton of lip sync tracks. Fair. That that could happen and it's okay, but it's not what I prefer.
0: Yeah. Well, it is time to de-drag and find out who the pretty ones are. Reggie? immediately says puni um so now i know reggie's type so reggie will not be calling me anytime soon so i will i'll, I'll try a new technique um Tamitha goes over to keep uh, to keta and asks when her last meal was she says that she loses weight very easily to which Tabitha says what i would say i gain weight very easily huh. as Tabitha says boys will be boys and gays will be gays I have a feeling that she's a really, really old school gay. And I'm not, again, sure I can vibe with her, but prove me wrong. She feels like she's bitter at this room.
1: Well, uh, maybe a little bit, yes. I think I can read that as well, too.
0: Like, if I saw her at Icon, I feel like she'd be the one who'd come over and hit on all the young people and feel insulted if they didn't respond well to it?
1: You know, there's so much to adapt to. I can see why anyone would become bitter, but it's, it's, a, it's not a good for television thing. Yeah.
0: For me, this is when we started to get into the weird pacing of the episode and it felt incredibly off because it literally all starts with Fred walking into the room for a walkthrough as they are still getting out of drag. But then are they getting in drag at some points? It was really, really, really weird. What is this filming schedule? Someone please advise because something was, was felt very odd. Because we're used to like a certain way of drag race.
1: I'm liking however any of the international versions change it up. Whenever they change it up, I'm living... Okay. On-
0: so Fred chats with Grace Jones lookalike, uh, Love Masisi, and asks what she'll be doing for the talent show. She will be doing a song called Speed Limit. Um, a, she wrote it in two weeks. She's going to sing it. Fred calls her sweet and modest and to not let the other girls get to her, which I can kind of see that she's not necessarily vibing with anyone yet because she she's already off on her own. So I appreciate that Fred gives her this advice early, early on. Because that's the last thing you need to do is get lost in the dust.
1: That did start out a storyline of, I get a break out of my shell. I mean, yeah. we've seen this before.
0: Absolutely. Fred chats with Reggie and Ivy, who is wearing a Yankees hat. Um, that was an interesting choice. I was like, do they know baseball in Amsterdam?
1: Maybe, maybe not. Also, gays, who knows?
0: Yeah. Immediately, um... He goes in and is like, Ivy, your sisters were here last year. And it's like when your teacher goes to you and talks about your older siblings in school. <laughs> I wouldn't know what that feels like because I'm the older sibling, but you would. Tell me how that feels. Well, you first
1: of all want to be defensive and say like, I have nothing to do with them. But then it gets you some benefit sometimes when they mm-hmm. liked your sibling or when your sibling did well.
0: Did they, did they like your siblings?
1: yes. And so I think it was a good prejudice.
0: Yeah. Ivy has to live up to the name, so we will see how that goes. But Reggie then reveals it's a sister's race. Ivy is technically her aunt, as Miss Abby, oh my God, is her drag mom. Um, and Abby apparently didn't know that Reggie is there. So, well, bitch no is find supposed this- to know. Right. Bitch is going to find out on that fucking main stage in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Reggie has written a song for the talent show, but she's a rapper. It's going to be a song about the bitter Queens. Okay. Um, next up, Fred asks where the name the Countess come from. She reveals that she wants to keep her distance and put herself on a pedestal. Is it a bad thing to feel better than the others? The Countess will be playing classical piano for the talent show. Oh boy, it's going to be this little light of my part two yes vivaldi reveals she has zero musical talent so she will be doing burlesque question mark um i have to say coincidence that fred chats with both of his previous wig and makeup to people at the same time oh my gosh i didn't know that yeah the countess and vivaldi were his wig and uh makeup last season
1: wow
0: crazy Next up, we have My Little Pony and Keta Minaj. Um, they are formerly dating. They were our exes, as we learned, exes to best friends. How does that work? Does that really work? Are, are they like one in like a million?
1: You know what it could have been? Is they just wanted something different, but still had so much love for each other. I can see it.
0: Do you think they still do it? I bet they do. Who's the top? Who's the bottom?
1: I think that may have been the reason why they couldn't be
0: exclusive. Yeah, probably. Probably are searching
1: for that special
0: top. Mm-hmm. Um, Poony says, it's really important to share this with Ketta. So when they will be forced to lip sync against each other, tell me, what week? Because you know that plot line's happening. They're going to lip sync against each other. Well,
1: the question is, are they both going to be in the bottom at the same time? That's always tricky for production to pull off.
0: Uh, well, I'm sure they can... Listen, they made it work with It'll Sagittarius. They made it work with Sagittarius and Dovima They can make it work with these two
1: You're probably right
0: um, Fred is stirring the pot and asks Keta Why she stands a better chance at winning Than her friend She says that they are quite evenly matched And she will be happy if Puni wins Puni, meanwhile, doesn't want Ketta to win So, cute dynamics the two of them have Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready?
1: Not ready. Okay, now I'm ready.
0: Yeah. We shall enter the editor's perception of trans people portion of the show. So Vanessa asks the room if anyone wants to use her breasts, and we cut to Reggie and Confessional saying, all of a sudden, she sees two tits flying by and no breastplate. Okay. Tabitha says to Vanessa, isn't it cheating with all of your equipment? She says you don't need to shave or wear false tits all with like this cutesy incidental music underscoring. Vanessa says she has to wax and is Tabitha like, same. In confessional, Tabitha says that she accepts every form of drag. If you've got the balls to do it, fine. But in a contest, it's not really fair because she has a head start. Then we get Ketta saying she doesn't have to tie her thing back, but that's it really as like a bit of a defense this whole portion was cringe as we move on to fred discussing with vanessa that she is the only woman there and how does she feel for her it's a dream come true she feels no more and no less than the only woman there tabitha if you want to say she has an advantage say it because she is the reigning miss continental that is her advantage but the trans issue is not okay and I don't know how Tabitha is going to recover from these con- comments. I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but it would not fly here.
1: I think one aspect that is cultural is if someone feels they want to approach an issue in parts of Europe, they can be extremely direct about it, assuming the per- other person won't be offended. But come on, you've had time to like educate yourself in this issue so it's a little disappointing
0: yeah I, again I don't know what their relationship is maybe this is the banter that they've had for decades I, I don't know but as a viewer meeting these queens for the first time it's jarring and it's, it's very uncomfortable because we have made so much progress to finally have this show allow trans contestants on and this is how you're going to treat them on the first episode? I don't know.
1: I think Chibita is obviously logging on to the issue extremely late and just should, like, chill. Yeah. It was not cool.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It, 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 I would really be intrigued to see how the Reddit verse is treating this because I've stayed away um, for the most part. But I, I I can't see them taking to it too kindly.
1: Yes, I think some people might have patience because of the generational gap.
0: Yeah. When Fred posed the question after it is revealed that Vanessa is 100% a beautiful trans woman, Tabitha says she likes and appreciates her, but feels if you're in a swimming pool and want to swim 100 meter freestyle and you turn around to see Aquaman. Vanessa got a huge kick out of it. She laughed. She she laughed and gave Tabitha a high five. Tobita does say that Vanessa will be important for the show and it's great for the Dutch image, but I, I don't know. The, 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 this felt weird. It felt weird.
1: In a way, I'm glad they could have um, a conversation with someone who has some like outdated views, because there might be a viewer who has those same views and they absolutely might have their mind changed.
0: Who knows? Yeah. Vanessa shares that nothing has changed for her. She actually had to work harder to prove that she can do it and not be written off. She wants to show that nobody has the right to say what an artist can do on stage. And that's the message. That's the message here. And it's going to be an incredible message for her to bring throughout the season. Um, and I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot from her all season long. It's time to chat with Juicy Couture. Why the name? Well, it's inspired by the OGs, Brittany, Paris, and Kim, and those velour tracksuits. Too bad she didn't wear it. Um, and as a Dutch girl, she's so juicy Couture. So get we, it. We, we, we get the translation, but damn. What is her talent, you ask? Well, she's only capable of being beautiful, so that's what she's going to do. Teach them how to be beautiful. What? 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 Julesy! Come on, girl! Um, Fred leaves and the girls go wild. Reggie does a cartwheel and Tabitha is like, I can do that spoiler she can't she's not good at cartwheels are you good at cartwheels i can cartwheel have you done it in drag in heels actually no okay okay well it is a new day the energy is up even though it's talent show and runway day is juicy up for it she's up for anything tabitha asks if anyone is uncertain about their talent just tabitha she raises her hand she says it's been a long time, and everyone is so young. Juicy says it could be worse, and have never performed before. She's a bit tense, and, but she knows she's keen to show what she can do. She hopes to know her personality, to show her personality in her talent. Like I said, we've seen this story before. Gothy Kendall Room. It literally happened last season. This isn't ending well. Kita and Poonie are clearly a duo as they are getting ready together and start gossiping. They start to discuss who is going home, and they both say it's hard to tell, but it's perhaps Juicy. Juicy is then summoned over to Vivaldi and Massissi's table to chat. More chat about her first time being on stage, being moments away, and she's known for Instagram and posting photos for her talent, so that's what she's going to be doing, posing. As Vivaldi says, is posing a talent? Yes, it can be is being sexy a talent
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not starting that shit nope 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 we're not I'm not doing it but yeah no I li- listen they're all there to support Juicy whether they know her because clearly she hasn't worked with them before but they clearly know who she is I don't know how you could be a competitor in that room and not be like I'm not going home first this is great
1: she could have memed it harder I think
0: oh yeah Oh, yeah, absolutely. You ready to move over to the runway? Oh, yes. New season, new Fred. Look at Fred Van Leer with that new face as painted by season one winner Envy Peru. Now, here's the question Was that part of her prize package or punishment, or is she getting paid for this gig? <laughs> it's 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 not
1: indentured servitude i promise
0: (laughs) watch next season whoever wins has to paint fred oh my god that would be so funny um fred looks great with that fabulous hair and that silver gown i'm like okay this is a step up fred was rough last season not blaming the countess for that makeup but she could have done better she could have done a little better i feel like envy is able to put a new face on fred and still make it work but those are definitely envy Peru's eyes Yes, they're heavy. They're very heavy. It works. It works. So our guest judge this week is Elise shop, who is a Dutch singer and actor. Are you familiar with her work? No. Nope, neither am I. We have our first rotating judge of the season is TV presenter Carlo Bushart. Um, as a reminder, he was a guest judge last season. Um, I enjoyed him. I'm gonna I feel like I'm going to enjoy him this season as well. Um, and finally, we are introduced to Fred's right-hand woman this season. It is Fresh Blood and Milkshake Festival founder Marik Samolo. Um, do you miss Nikki Plesson? Miss her? Yeah. I'd, I
1: hardly even remember her contribution to the panel. She was Fred's right-hand woman. I know. What I'm saying is, I okay, that's fair. That's fair. Didn't get much of an impression. Well,
0: she's gone, so it doesn't matter. Bye. <laughs> Before we get to the talent show, we have to bring in the audience. And who is it? It's none other than the cast of season one of Drag Race Holland. I was gagged. I was like, this is so cool. Like, let's keep doing this. I love this. For anyone who needs a reminder, this is your cast of season one. Room, Patty Pam Pam, Megan Chambrode, Madam Madness, Sergene, Chelsea Boy, Mama Queen, Miss Abby Oh My God, Janie Jacquet, and the aforementioned Envy Peru. We're not going to toot and boot through looks. There's just too many of them. Who did you think looked the best? I personally was like, I'm here for Chelsea Boy's gender fuckery.
1: Oh, I love that look, Uh, but if you got to say the best, I just thought Envy looked like a winner.
0: Envy is a fucking winner. She's so good. Oh, she can do anything. It's not fair.
1: That wig was a throwback, and yet it was total... She pulled it off.
0: Mm-hmm. she's so good and the what also is funny is like knowing how this show works envy had to get in drag and put Fred in drag within what probably two and a half hours that was the makeover challenge which she won in her season she sure did um but yeah so th- there was a lot for her to do in a day but you know what? she's probably getting the big bucks for this gig
1: that's that's why it's the sweet gig i think
0: I love that the queens were then also given paddles to hold up for the performances because you imagine if I had that during Iconic. Oh my God. Oh no. Oh my God.
1: They don't have to speak up. They can just be shady.
0: I know, so good. Um, But our season one cast was set in the usual audience spot, which means the current cast sat in the back. Did you find that distracting?
1: not really i was more focused on the
0: act i think yeah i mean i was too and like the lighting did help but i was like i don't want to see their reactions to the act like let them have their moment
1: i think i liked it just because it was like handing on a legacy a little bit
0: okay that's fair that's fair i can i can buy that well let's go through our talent show we will go by queen by queen and discuss their talents and we're going to start off with vivaldi doing burlesque I love that this is not anything we've seen her in before. She's got a giant pink hair, a giant ruffle coat. I'm here for it. But I didn't know what to expect with her doing burlesque. Cause like, I don't, are you a sexy queen? When she did that wig flopping off bit, I was like, this is hilarious. She's going to do go for the comedy. This is cool. The undergarment was a nude illusion with yellow latex boobies um she knows comedy is a stronger option than nudity and i think she did well was it Dala levels of funny no but it was serviceable. i was i was i enjoyed it
1: i was slightly unclear on the story beats sometimes yes but she acted it well and i saw like the designer behind it all
0: yeah absolutely it, it was very clean very polished um again not going to be Dala levels who can actually give you an entire story through it but it was it was fun Um, Next up, we have Ivy Elise doing Silk Veil. Um, This is a form of dance using the Silk Veil. Uh, She will be performing it to the song The Rise and Fall of the Phoenix. I hate the dress with the terrible flames on the bottom because it looked cheap. I get it was for the Phoenix and a match the silks, but I need more drag out of this. Like stone it or do something. This was a serviceable performance, but I wanted more out of her. It was kind of boring.
1: I think she should have stepped it up with the look. I agree.
0: Yeah, I, 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 don't know. I mean, we'll get to what the results were later, but I think she should have been in the bottom.
1: I liked the actual idea of the talent and the execution was not bad.
0: Yeah, it was just boring. Next up, oh, you want to talk about not boring? It is my little pooty doing some pole dancing. Um, who oh, you know I love some hot sexy pole. Who is she going to go and deliver? She, she, she sure, she, she sure did. Um, she looked fucking gorgeous and she really used that pole aggressively like damn Um, when it got to the dancing with the backup dancers I think it was something new because when we have seen pole dancing on the show it's always just been with the pole but she did a complete set and I appreciated that Um, w- would I like to see some more crazy techniques like slide down the pole type things sure but for this performance she did what she knows how to do well and I think it was great. Maybe I'm also biased for pole dancing. I don't know.
1: She, you relied on her natural athleticism. Absolutely. I, keep relying on that body as long as it's, you know, athletic ability. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it was Next cool. up, we have Reggie B doing some rap and she'll be rapping in English. And I think it was really good. I wish her look had a little more edge to it. But would you mind if I recall some of the lyrics? Please go ahead. Okay, she says, and I quote, my name is Reggie, but sir, your dick ain't no veggie. Her words, not mine.
1: (laughs) I didn't love it. I'm just gonna come out with that.
0: Um, I think this was performed for the wrong demographic. I thought it was good, but that (laughs) line alone, I was like, oh, oh, okay, oh, okay, we're, mm mm-hmm. Did did you wanna borrow Love My Sissy's uh, eggplants?
1: Yes, for a demonstration.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought this was personally better than um, the silk veils, but it wasn't mind-blowing. Yeah, I wanted to learn more about her in this
1: context. Maybe she didn't know it was for this.
0: She's a hoe. That's all we need get to know. Tell me one drag queen who ain't a hoe.
1: I think that could be the special spice on top.
0: There you go. Tabitha is going to do some salsa dancing. Um, in theory, this was a smart idea. And I love that she's going to do some ballroom at her age. She kind of looks busted, but that's kind of what I've learned is her drag. She can move. And it was comical in a way that made her partner look make sense. Cause like he was much younger. She almost fell. I was worried for her, but as much as I'm not sure I'm a fan of her personally, she was able to do a good routine and make it comical and fun.
1: It was fun. It was engaging. I could see it, you know, maybe it was a bit more put into it, more choreography. I would have yeah. liked it better.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of predicted this going in, but Tabitha is definitely going to be the poopy poison of the season where she's a, a legend of the scene. She's been around. She's stuck in her old ways and you're going to have to accept it or move along. But I, I I don't know Tabitha's interesting because she's got the goods, but I'm not sure I like what comes out of her mouth.
1: She's a professional.
0: Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> All right, next, Love, my sissy. She will be singing, and oh my God, tell me that's not Grace Jones in the West Village in the '80s. Oh my I God,
1: love this that Gorgeous. rainbow
0: wig said pride. Um, this was wonderful. She may not be my style of drag that I'm going to seek out, but I appreciate what she brings to the table and I'm very intrigued by her.
1: Me too. I want to see what she can do.
0: Yeah. Um, I really hope that like what Fred said to her is not a precursor. I want her not to hold back, like show me who you are. Cause you got something special. Yeah. Um,
1: I thought her talent spoke pretty loudly.
0: Yeah, and apparently she was a New York queen for a while, though Skyla was like, I've never seen her before until I went to uh, Netherlands, so I don't know what her her background is in New York, but whatever. Next up, the Countess on the piano. Um, I asked it with silk, and I'll ask it again, did that piano fit in her five suitcases to get to drag Race?
1: You know, they stopped that show to roll that motherfucking grand piano out there.
0: They stopped she... the show to roll a lot of things out there. But yeah, you're, we're starting <laughs> with the piano. Um, it was a pretty piano. Uh, she looked incredible. That wig was spectacular. Um, she can play piano very well. But I wanted her to make something more exciting happen. Like more interaction. Some, something else needed to happen in that performance. I don't know what.
1: You wanted to go slip and fall on a banana?
0: Yeah, or sure. Let's else. go with that one. I mean, when you have my love, Janie Jacquet, fanning herself with one of those um, uh, f- fan um, things, you know it's not exciting enough. But some of the cuts right. to the, the queens in the back was very, very funny. Um, very shady. Yeah. So again, she's very talented. She looked incredible, but I needed her to do something else. One more step. Juicy Couture will be doing spoken word. Um, okay, so Juicy is that queen you know? Thought up her Drag Race catchphrase in her bedroom as she watched her the show. But bonjour, bonjour, bitch! You ain't Aquaria, but you weren't a wix. You would have worn. I feel like she sparkled. <laughs> you got to give her credit with the attitude, but there was also she, a rip she... in her armpit.
1: She may have been writing her Instagram caption instead of her drag resentience line.
0: I agree. Um, she like didn't pose. Wasn't that the thing she was supposed to pose? She didn't pose. That was disappointing. She could have done more than one. And the girls are cheering for her because they know this is her first performance. And obviously the, the women of the Netherlands are very sweet and kind to each other and they're a family. But don't encourage her. That was terrible. That was terrible. I mean, to make your debut on television and that is what you do. Woof. Oh, God. Next up, Vanessa the, Van Kautier. She could have gotten
1: a choreographer to do a little bit more.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, she had backup dancers. Where the hell did they come from? Did I don't know. They fit in her bag too. <laughs> but next up, Vanessa Van Cartier, performance art. Um, where did the fucking cage come from? Did she bring it with her? Where can I get one that collapses into a, a suitcase? It's like Got this, this yes. is the question: question Is like, do do you, do they do they get to like request certain things because? I would love to know how that came about. Cause that was like a specific cage. She got there. She had a full set. She and
1: did. so do you give her credit? Did she build it? Like she built, yes. With her feet.
0: Yeah. With her feet. Um, I think her performance was powerful and sentiment. I probably would have felt more impactful if I were in the room watching it, but she did well, even though I wanted a little bit more energy, you know? It was a very intimate performance.
1: Yes, it was intimate. I don't think it was right for the size of stage she was given.
0: Or for television. It wasn't right for television. Exactly. Because again, we have to look through the bars to see this performance. So you're already distancing yourself. Workshop it. Workshop it for when you bring it on the Work the World Tour. Yes. We need the wow factor. Exactly. Wow presents plus. (laughs) and finally we have Keta Minaj doing magic Rue hates magic but I don't, Fred does but I don't Um, this bitch is how old and looks that damn good oh my fucking god Um, this was hot and sexy and kinky and super fun and I was here for it, I hate that the girls in the back got to see the actual trick because Mm -hmm. the curtain didn't close all the way but that's okay. This was fun. I was here for it.
1: And again, it was a full set, beginning, middle, end.
0: Yeah. Um, Anneli Fisher, do you remember what um the the talent um Kittamine did for her talent show? It was magic, it was quick change. So if your name is Kidda, do you have to do magic? I, ho- I hope you don't have any more kiddas because I know isn't even a thing. No, listen. Well, it's ketamine. Ketamine. oj. It's a play on okay, two things. Okay. Okay. Get it? I get, get it. it? See, and, you, and that's the thing. I don't think you can crown ketamine. this season because you just crown ketamine. Wouldn't that be a gag? That would be insane. But I'd, I'd be here for it. That's the tour I want. Ketamine and ketamine. Travel the world. I'm. I'm actually
1: worried for that. <laughs>
0: Yeah did did have you seen Ketamine's music video she released after winning? No, it, is it great? It's about ketamine. Um, <laughs> you really go down a K hole on that one. Oh boy! All right, it's time for the runway. Category is nightlife extravaganza. Very vague. Very vague category. Um, Were they each though given a subcategory? I don't fucking know. I think they came up with them because Drag Race Holland did that all last season, which I appreciate because it helps me understand things. But yeah, I'm not really sure what the prompt literally said, but nightlife extravaganza and in honor of the runway, we are going to play and in honor of Kedah Minaj, party and play or bad trip. Oh, no. (laughs) Have you had either at a nightclub once? Had a what? (laughs) Uh, either party and played or a bad trip at a nightclub nightlife oh god um yes no <laughs> no no of course not that, no no okay no. let's start off with my little punny club clit no designers listed this is club kid club kid surrealism nightmare fantasy the only thing i don't like about this is the exposed corset but thankfully the blue gloves and boots tie it into it But man, this is really the clash of the patterns. I think the headpiece with the spikes are really cool. Her makeup is clown plus drag equals gender bendery fuckery. How many Muppets had to die for that fur piece? I think this is a really, really cool package.
1: Yes, and she went full on over the top with it, which I appreciated.
0: Absolutely. Elise says the look is a lot, but she's an all-in-one package. Fred says she owned the runway. I will give it a party and play.
1: Oh, I will give it a Party of Play.
0: Audience agreed. And I think this was one of the ones that had a bit of an issue on my Instagram, but 100% Party of Play, 0% bad trip. Yes. Next up, Reggie Beef, uh, Amsterdam Club Kid, looked by Isabel Schultz. Um, Now, I don't know much about the Amsterdam Club scene, so maybe it was lost in translation, but I don't find this terrible or particularly spectacular. I love the blue iridescent jacket and the boots, but you could have gotten those at Rainbow probably. The makeup really is the worst part. I know in the world of Club Kid, gender has no bounds, but it just looks really messy. Um, and the hair is awful and looks like a shake and go.
1: Yes. Um, I think she would have been let into the. Uh, the host or the talent? Yeah. She was clearly a, a guest.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just didn't work. I mean, I love Reggie, but this, this was not um, a great first runway. Carlo says he thinks she knows what she wants, but when they look at them, she averts her eyes, and there is a little insecurity. Marike thinks it's an ener- it was energetic and fun. What she didn't like was the baggy panties in the back.
1: I agree.
0: Just remember this when we discuss the bottoms, but I I, I don't hate it but i don't love it it's very safe for me and i will still give it a party and play
1: oh definitely a bad trip it wasn't wasn't right for me
0: that's right, fair the audience was 63 percent party and play 37 percent bad trip next up is vivaldi nightly nature the bodysuit is by isabel schultz dress and coat by tn designs hair by vivaldi this is a mashup of past and future. It's 1920s flapper meets futuristic alien dream girl. I think the black and gold flapper dress is a good contrast to the pink bodysuit. Her makeup is extraordinary. The hair is so fun. And I love those black streaks in the, in the front of the wig to give it a little more dimension.
1: Yes, it was something like new for me. I hadn't really seen this before
0: yeah i think it comes with the category too
1: at first i wasn't sure if it was supposed to be your skin or if that was a garment but i live wearing like a dress on top of the body suit was so creative
0: yeah i will give this a party and play party and play Carlos says that he can see in her eyes that she's there to win. The hair is fantastic and her act was on point. Marike doesn't know anyone like her. She calls her wonderful and unique and like Vivian Westwood on the runway. Elise says that she's funny and sexy, which is an exceptional combination. The audience, 79% party and play, 21% bad trip. Okay, next up, Ivy Elise, Explosion of Joy Look by Diego Andres Rojos Ortiz. What the fuck is this joke of a look she looks like a futuristic chicken with yolk all over her body i do not understand the peacock tutu in the back and what is that thing on her head like are those paper lips i've seen paper lashes but never paper lips once again the exposed corset is driving me nuts this honestly is a top 10 worst look in the history of drag race <laughs> <laughs> i think the
1: silhouette was a good idea but it was a mess
0: i don't get it i i need help i need help here like she wrote this monologue on instagram i'm like what the fuck are you talking about if you're on drugs let me try it too carlos says she was waving her arms a lot which was good but don't forget to shine in the face Marie K. says that the look is inspired by Lee Bowery, then it failed. The top is dull and dusty and the bottom is all shiny. Fred says the heels are really ugly and clumsy. Bad trip. Not not even a question. This was terrible. I didn't didn't get Lee Bowery. No, not at all. Um, The audience was 41% party and play, 59 bad trip. Audience, I'm really judging you on this one. This should have been like a zero. Oh my God. All right, we got... Tabitha, Burlesque Bussum, Look by Patty Pam Pam, Hair by John Gravenmacher, Jewels by Sage Jewels, Lashes by By Gaia. Remember earlier in the episode when we were talking about unfair advantages and she's got um, com- commenting on Vanessa and her um, boobs? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess she's like, I need to have boobs too. How many does she have? I couldn't even count. She's a camp queen, clearly. Um, there is a hetero man somewhere on this planet who is very turned on about the amount of boobs she's got all over her body. I mean, it is club kit. I see the inspiration and it's a daring look for Tabitha, but where's the body? There is no shape to this look. And I hate that makeup here. Like the makeup needed to be much stronger and larger for it to work with this look.
1: It was just the visual gag. And I see what you mean. Like she could have elevated it a bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There was there was a lot missing. Not working for me. I will give it a bad trip. I'll give it a party and play. All right. The audience agreed with you. 61% party and play, 39% bad trip. Now we have Juicy Couture, Showgirl Butterfly. Hair by Madame Madness. Look by Jonathan Christopher Fisher. It's a very simple look. The colors are right, but those feathers are pathetic. They make Joey J look glamorous. The -hmm. hair is very cute. I like the butterfly in the hair. I think she's got too much leg exposed wearing the pink pump and would have preferred a boot that matched the shine of the dress. However messy, it was a crafty dress. What was going on here?
1: good question um who's the designer on that What you said
0: um the look is by jonathan christopher Risher. the hair is by madam madness madam madness that's not
1: what i heard that's cool yeah that's something yeah,
0: yeah but this look not not working for me
1: <laughs> yeah it, didn't, it was not great
0: carlo calls her beautiful but the rest didn't stick out much apart from the tights fred says in the talent show it would have been really good if she went for it and when she said pose for me, this is a bad trip. Not working. Yeah, bad trip. Audience was 41% party and play, 59% bad trip. Next up, Love Masissi, Studio 54. No designers listed, though. Take me back to the 70s. Oh, wow. This is elegant and sophisticated and is exactly what it needed to do. The dress is very simple, but that slit on the side gives her such sexiness. The hair is fun, and when she takes it off to reveal that gold, it was really a cool moment. I she's very underrated in this mix
1: i lived throughout yeah very natural talent
0: yeah i will give this a party and play party and play the audience 63 party and play 37 bad trip the countess living in latex look by damask amsterdam nail and lashes by by gaia Everything we've seen from her up until this point is heightened and regal. So we're seeing a different side of her. Sadly for me, this was way too basic. I love her interpretation of nightlife with the dominatrix latex black and red, but it was just lacking something. I appreciate her red face and hands to make it look club kid, but I think maybe a mask or something on the face could have helped it like really amplify um, the, the story she's trying to tell.
1: Yeah, it could have used more um, sense of humor point of view or something just to make us
0: remember. Yeah, yeah, because it basically was plain. It was very plain. Looked gorgeous. Yeah, For me, I need more, and I know she's going to be someone I'll be giving high praise all season to, so for this time, I'll give her a bad trip.
1: I was into it enough, so I'll give her a party and play.
0: The audience was 22% party and play, 78% bad trip, so they were not really. Mm-hmm. Wow. Next up, Vanessa Van Cartier, The Queen of the Moon Look by Dung and Dirk, hair by Wig Maysoon. This is a 1920s Hollywood film fantasy. I thought this was gorgeous. I love the moon. I wish she didn't have to hold it uh, the entire time, but her hair is stunning. Very, very giving me Sasha Valore vibes. Um, The entire catsuit is stoned to Perfection gold is a very grand color and she is really aiming for this win i was very impressed by this look
1: i thought it looked a bit like the moon was holding her up
0: maybe maybe but her arm had to like keep it there which was my only issue but
1: oh very very true very true
0: um carlos says that her outfit has a beginning middle and end Elise calls her look perfection. She calls her act beautiful and vulnerable. Fred says he was moved with her talent. Marike says there is a lot of beautiful emotion in her presence. Her look from top to bottom is drag heaven. I really enjoyed it. So I will give it a party and play.
1: Party and play. I think my favorite one.
0: Yeah. The audience was 100% party and play. 0% bad trip. Right. And finally, Keta Minaj, goddess of the night. No designers listed, sadly. This is the moment. The hair it is so cool. I love how it comes out of the mask and it's so unique. The leopard print is basic print, but works well with the latex. The heels are extreme and I live for it. She's got a great body and she's not making it the focal point of the look. And that takes talent because we have seen so many queens go body, body, body. And then there's a little garment. She did the opposite and still showcased her body. Um, This is a showstopper for me.
1: Yes, wonderful. And like you said, so sexy, but didn't um, overdo it. Like it wasn't wearing her.
0: Yeah. Carlos says that she covered a lot, but he's still looking at her face the whole time. Fred says he hates adults with ponytails, but she gets away with it. Elise says she made a rock solid entrance. I give it a party and play. Party and play. The audience was 89% party and play, 11% bad trip. Fred has decided that Love, My Sissy, Tabitha, and The Countess are safe, leaving Reggie B, Ivy Elise, Juicy Couture, Vanessa Van Cartier, Keta Minaj, My Little Punny, and Vivaldi as the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah, for this part, I'm fine with that. I'm not sure um, where we really go, who's really the top and bottom yet, but I, I was fine with this, putting the three of them safe. I may have put Love Mrs. C in the top spot, but I don't think she shined as much as they want her, her to. The tops and bottoms join the safe Queens backstage for a little untucked junior. And when I say little, it was the shortest thing I've ever seen. Um, Reggie says that they can safely congratulate Puni and Vivaldi. And I'm like, what about Vanessa? Did she not do good? Like, what? why, why would you forget her? Ivy knows that she, Reggie B, and Juicy are in the bottom. She's worried about the lip sync, and Reggie says it's fucked up, it's a competition, but they were all dying and proud of Juicy because it was her first performance. Was she literally about to just say she should have gotten a free pass? Fuck no. Like, she's like, why do they give her negative critiques, Bitch, it was terrible! Yeah. Just being nice. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Juicy is ready to prepare for the lip sync and that's what we're gonna do. Fred has decided that Keta Minaj is the winner of the week. She gets a reward, a speaker system from Sonos. I'll take it. I'll use one of those. And she also gets a badge because the international season love badges. Mm-hmm. Vivaldi, Vanessa, My Little Pony, and Ivy Elise are safe, leaving Juicy Couture and Reggie B as the bottom two. Do you agree? Because I do not.
1: Yes, Reggie B. did not do enough for me. The wrapping was not really wrapping. It was not wrapping, like good wrapping. But she rapping. didn't
0: look like a futuristic chicken with yolk on her body. I thought the look was bad, too. I mean, Reggie's look. Reggie's look was not great. Ivy Elise's look was terrible. That look should have sent her to the bottom. I understand. But there's probably a reason. We'll get to it in a second. First off, the song is Physical by Dua Lipa. Didn't we just see Trinity and Laganja do this song? And they can't live up to it, but <laughs> no. it's a good song. Do you want to know why I think this was the bottom two? Okay. Who is Reggie B's Drag Mom?
1: Um, I forgot.
0: Miss Abby, oh my God. Who is Juicy Couture's Drag Mom? I forgot. Miss Abby, oh my God oh yeah it was this was definitely for plot um i see th- there there was no way in hell that juicy had a chance this was oh, reggie's yeah, they, in the sister. bag uh, yeah um reggie has a lot of energy and i love it juicy had a backpack of feathers on
1: juicy did not look great
0: no um did you notice that reggie's top did rip in the middle of the performance but like the, the strap on the top,
1: there were pasties. I appreciated the pasty,
0: yeah. Of course, yes, she, she got the pasties on. Um, Juicy is going to be on her way to the glamour hospital as she literally bloodied her knees on the stoned tights. Ow, ow, it ow. looks so bad. I don't know if it, she must have been in the moment, yeah. Um, but also, if you've never performed before and you're wearing stone tights, why would you think it would cause any harm? Good thing. She didn't have the experience to know. Good thing. She should have known because that oh god, it hurt. It lo- That looks painful. Gosh. Juicy is eliminated. She's the first to go this season proving social media queens have no chance on this show.
1: She'll get some more followers. I think she'll be happy.
0: She'll be, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She walks to the back of the stage and says, I usually say bonjour, but today I'll say au revoir. And Fred, with a forehead like that, no wig could save your hairline. Bloop. There had been rumors that um, she threw the drink that she was holding at Fred, but I guess that was not actually true, or it was cut. But Because um, I, I did not see that cup when she left, so I don't know where it was. But I know it would have been so funny if she like threw it at his face when she was eliminated. I I know she took it in stride. I think she she knew where she was, she got her opportunity. It wasn't great, but she did what she had to do. And she never put out like
1: a negative attitude. So I appreciated that too. Like um, she was
0: she was game. She was game. Yeah. my We always do burning questions in the podcast and my first burning question for you is what is Juicy Couture's le- legacy?
1: I think she's got a pretty face.
0: Yeah. I I think Juicy will be lost in the world of Drag Race. You're not going to remember her because she's not the first, first queen out of Drag Race Holland. Um, she didn't really set Uh, an example of anything aside from reminding people you have to know how to do drag as a performer before you can get on the show
1: maybe we'll see more from her as far as quotable moments
0: yeah i hope so i hope so we're you're you're gonna start us off here and we'll see how it goes throughout the season but after one episode the winner is
1: i'll save ivaldi i like her
0: okay I I do think we are being being shown a lot in favor of Vanessa. And I think she would be an incredible winner. I, right now, am really feeling Keta Minaj. Not just because she won the episode, but everything she's given us so far has been exceptional.
1: So your strange scenario is going to come to light where two winners have the same name, almost.
0: Yeah, I don't want it to, but I'm feeling this Keta over the other Keta, so... Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll okay. see, but I think this was a good first episode. I am optimistic for the rest of the season.
1: Absolutely. I think it's up to the caliber of the talent.
0: Yeah. Juicy was the only one that I was like, I don't, I can discard and be fine. I don't know if I really want to lose anyone now.
1: And you, you stay on the other bottom. I understand.
0: Yeah, I, was, I stand that bottom. Uh, oh, I I'm, know. She's going to be my new best friend. I'm going to make it happen. But okay. yeah, I, I, I'm excited by this season and everything it's going to bring. Um, where can we find you on social media and Venmo and any projects you might have?
1: At Emily Fisher. You can find updates on what I'm doing. <laughs> Very seldom. Yeah. But a music video coming out this fall. Exciting. <laughs> and you just had a birthday.
0: Happy birthday!
1: Yes, and I'm definitely gonna be doing it up for Halloween this year.
0: Yeah, any any hints? Fitch. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Follow them along on that Instagram. And you'll see what <laughs> Halloween has. Well, it was a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me. It was so much fun.
0: The biggest thanks to Analy for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.